You, you are, are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back, back to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the Syndicated Worldwide Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Since yep. 1998, whether it's on your FM dial, internet radio station, podcast, or website, we're up in the mix to bring you a slice, what we call 21st Century Black Radio to the Masses, a mix of old and new school music from the black diaspora, such as hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, and more, as well as news commentary and interviews on the mix and commentary, and you got myself, DJ Fusion. On the side, you got my bro, John Judah. What's going on there, Judah? Yes, indeed, we are wide world back in the tech news box, of course. Keeping it fresh. Oh, soul sounds and Sam. Best sense. It's indeed a fusion. What's next? Fusion. Hey, doing good, doing good. Glad as always to be here, able to do another weekly radio mix and just um, being alive in general. Always appreciative of our listeners by whatever means they get our show, whether it's through our wonderful broadcast partners, which people can check out the updated list through our blog site, blackradioisback.com under affiliates. Or via podcast or streaming through services such as iTunes, Zoom, Stitcher Radio, Flycast FM, and plenty, plenty more. So, yeah, feeling all right. Plus, even though I'm leery of the abnormally warm weather we have in our corner of the east coast of the United States, I like nice weather. So, this 70s stuff has been doing me personally some good, so... It's all good. It's all dandy. I know you got a nice stack of tunes here to get into this week. I got a nice stack of tunes to get into this week. So, you know, before we go ahead and get into our commentary, it's going to be a little quicker this week because we got some tunes both of us haven't really been able to put on for them and really want to get done. Um, Let me just do the quick promo rundown and all that, then um, we'll go from there. You can always check out what's happening with the Fusebox Radio broadcast via our official website, which is FuseboxRadioOnline.com, F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-E.com. If you are on the social networks, pretty much all of our social networks end with slash Fusebox Radio, so Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, MySpace.com slash Fusebox Radio, so forth and so on. If you like using the Facebook like page, you can go ahead and go to Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio Show. Click that little thumbs up. It really helps us out and all of that good stuff. And if you access the show via any of the streaming or, um, <clears throat> excuse me, podcast services we just listed, um, give us a ranking. If you like it, please um, let the people know. Um, we just started experimenting putting some of the older radio shows on the Mixcloud service. Which one we have some mixtapes on already, but we started putting some of the radio shows on. That's been pretty cool. So if you like it on Mixcloud, favorite it, let us know. Um, we do get all the notifications of all that stuff. And again, we appreciate y'all taking out your three hour block each week, one way or the other, to see what's popping with us. Shout out to our folks over at Planet Ill, planetill.com, and Oh Hell Naw Blog, Oh Hell Naw Blog.com. We're having a Fusebox Radio fan represent on the written with their wonderful music staff definitely check out the both of those sites all of the time and um let me see here i'm thinking that's pretty much it besides giving our folks over at audible.com a shout out um for everybody who's into um audiobooks and things um, audible.com is a really 
cool site where you can get audiobooks of all different types of subjects, nonfiction, fiction, whatever have you. If you, you know, you're doing that drive or that walk, or you don't necessarily have the time to pick up a book immediately. Um, audiobooks are pretty cool, so you can go to audibletrial.com slash fuseboxradio. Again, F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O. Um, you can get a free 30-day trial on us, actually, to test out the service and get a free audiobook. If you don't like it, just cancel. And, um, yeah, get some extra information in more than one way. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to those folks for giving the Fusebox Radio broadcast um, some love. And yeah, this week, besides the music mixes, we got a new Black Agenda Report segment. Shout out to Glenn Ford and the rest of that journalistic crew for um, the editorial vibe of what they do with um, the Black Progressive Political Movements. And um, also a new um, <clears throat> segment from our friends over at the nonprofit, um, nonpartisan media democracy organization, Free Press, with Media Minutes. So yeah, pretty um, jam-packed, um, pretty um, hardcore going on this week And um, as always, shout out to all of our lovely listeners By whatever way you listen, um, trust and believe we appreciate y'all um, doing that Indeedy, indeedy So um, yeah, not too much on the commentary and due to music stuff And um, just other things we want to get into So um, dang, I just closed up one of the things Let's go on and get right into it. Um, first, um, on the U.S. political end, um, seriously, I don't know what's going on, but people already feel that our political system here is a farce. It's just even becoming worse and worse every week we're doing this show. And we're not even in the actual real presidential run yet. We're still going through primaries with um, different parties and um, stuff like that. Um, what's killing me personally this week? There's just like so much going on. Um, people, I think, are trying to turn back the clock of time to a time from that never existed, where if it wasn't for quote unquote people of color and women who actually, heaven forbid, know how to read and want to exercise some choices with their mind and their bodies, that you know everything was somehow perfect or whatever. And um, this week. They have a thing in Congress called the, um, excuse me, um, Violence Against Women Act, where they're trying to have more things be like a federal offense if, you know, there's proven domestic violence that happens. And they want to expand it to Native American communities, um, people of different sexual orientations, and other stuff, besides just regular, you know, funding for these programs all over the United States. And the Republican Party is, is, is fighting against that. Now what does that mean? Men and women are supposed to be compliments to each other, not vice versa. And Latin new domestic violence could also happen to men. By a woman. You know, unfortunately I know people who who've had it on both sides or whatever, in terms of, you know, emotional, physical, etc. 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 Well, one thing I will say about on the on the man's side, well, I guess maybe it's the same for the woman, is that uh, normally dudes in that situation you know maybe the dude is in there because he ain't got no place to live and he ain't got no money you know what I'm saying you know it's, it's, I mean it's, it's, I mean it's, there is no physical abuse by no dude I mean dudes don't get physical abuse by women let's just really put that out there especially once they're in a relationship that doesn't happen and if that is the case that is, that's not that woman's man that's like 
um, almost a non-entity because you know that you know they're not functioning in that way. But unfortunately, any time that those things go on, particularly when man does a the only thing I'm scared about some of these those type of laws is that I want I want the battering and, and, and situations that that are actually happening. We all want that to stop mm-hmm. across the board. There's something about you know I don't know like you know, in other words I just don't want anything legal to overstep its boundaries to go anything further than just that. If it's just that. That's cool, but if anything else can kind of creep in there, with, you know, in the sense of like, you know, it's, I, I mean, you know, that's the first time I'm hearing about it, I brainstorm on it more, but, I don't know, if actual women getting harmed, that should be stopped in situations, um, you know, in, in, in those situations, I believe that, you know. No, no doubt And I mean The thing that's getting me Is I'm like That's what it's being talked about It's not trying to Necessarily expand What domestic violence is Or whatever And to me To have people Even debating About Well Well why Why we should do that That's that's That to me Is a psychological problem Nobody should be Beating on nobody You know what I mean Bottom line And unfortunately In the 21st century There's still a stigma Around even reporting um, domestic violence situations And to have a bunch of people Who are, are used to being in Not just governmental but other positions of power Where they can do crazy stuff mm-hmm. Trying to turn back the clock of time I'm not down for that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not down for that And you know in between all the stuff That people are doing in regards to talking about um, You know birth control issues And education And the Limbaugh stuff or whatever else It's like I, I don't know what's going on It's like these cats are literally imploding mentally Because some of these old ways are, are fading away So this entire Let, let me turn it back to, to the good old days Which again never existed That entire greatest generation crap or whatever have you Is absurd And um, on this other level This dude who um, is a Georgia Republican was talking about was comparing women to cows, pigs, and chickens in regard to giving birth, and what they should and shouldn't be able to do. Now, I'm sorry, and pardon my language for my people who are of European descent. That's some old cracker-ish, as far as I'm concerned. Like to even talk that way about people is is just absurd. Like, well, you know, y'all should be able to do it because a cow or a chicken does it. What the hell is the matter with you? But I don't know People are losing their minds And that, that just bugs me Just want to mention those things Really quickly On the other legal And on something that actually has a, well, It also is important But it's kind of Interesting Because that's being swept Under the rug In between all of this um, There's been a lot of Democratic senators Who have come out Issuing Really strong warnings About the um, Patriot Act Here in the United States um, for those who might not be familiar with the Patriot Act um, overseas for our listeners, um, that was passed um, not too long after the events of 9-11. And it gave a lot of extra sweeping powers to law enforcement here in regards to um, spying on people to try to find out if, you know, quote unquote, terroristic acts would occur and things like that. And two senators in particular, John Wyden of Oregon and Mark Udall of Colorado, um are talking about that the Patriot Act is not as crucial to national security as people have um, maintained with the executive branch. 
they said Americans would be stunned to know what the government thought the Patriot Act would allow people to do. Now, from what we already know that it can do, which is like almost like do warrantless type of stuff or whatever, it's like, what else does this Patriot Act have? What else do people think they could do? And I don't care who's in, in charge, whether you want to call yourself Democrat, Republican, or whatever. It only takes one loony to push things to a bad point. Or a worse point, I should say, and make things almost on a fascist basis. Like, when you have somebody in power, it's like, we're going to secretly interpret a law that we said on the books, but we're going to do whatever we want, which is essentially what this is coming down to. It's kind of crazy. And right now, the U.S. Justice Department is trying to dismiss two Freedom of Information Act lawsuits trying to really get into what they're trying to interpret what the Patriot Act law is. One from the New York Times and one from the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union. And I know sometimes when people probably hear both of us talk, um, when we talk about various things with the government, it's not necessarily being pro whoever's in power. We're just talking about a system that could be corrupt in a, as a whole. And I know President Obama's in power and all that type of stuff. And on a lot of levels compared to other folks, he has been better. But, you know, stuff like this is still on the books. And whether people want to admit it or not, he's the one in charge of this stuff right now. So it's like, what are y'all secretly interpreting now? That's it making some of these folks who have who have their own position to power a little worried. Um, New York Times has a more detailed article about that. But I think that's kind of deep. But that was even brought up in that regard. No doubt, no doubt. Let me see here. I think that's pretty much it on the big government end. Um, actually, real quick story about um, something that happened with a foreign government that may never happen here. Um, the entire police force of a Russian town was fired after a um, brutal death of a suspect that um, has been allegedly caused by torture. We can barely get people to, to not get a retirement fund sometimes. They beat the hell out of somebody. And it wasn't like, you know, a self-defense thing or whatever. Um, an entire police force, all 81 people in this Russian town called Dalny Krajan, had um, been sacked. Um, BBC um, Russia's um, correspondence crew had um, put out there. Um, there was a story where a 52-year-old local went to the store and disappeared. So his wife called the police and tried to find out what was going on. He had ended up being detained. And he was detained for supposedly disorderly conduct. The next day, they said he was supposed to get freed. And they came over there and emergency services um, told them that he had been taken from the priest into the hospital. And with the autopsy, uh, they found out that a huge part of the dude's esophagus was damaged. Um, part of my, you know, this is a medical term. His rectum had multiple tears. And he was beaten. You know what I'm saying? And you know that's that's just very very um bugged out or whatever. And over there they said they're trying to battle a lot of police corruption. Where you know we know what occurs everywhere, but in some countries it's way more crazy than others. So I guess I had to congratulate people for doing that particular action. Um, I hope that means there's gonna be more cleaning up in the future. And quite frankly, I'm the type where if you abuse a law enforcement position, much less various other ones, you need some punishment. You can't just be sitting around at an administrative leave job. We do crazy mess. So I just thought that was interesting. Russia does stuff like that, but that never happens in America. <laughs> you know, like if, if somebody, if some, you know, police person of whatever background beat, beat up somebody in the hood unfairly, would that happen? 
don't know. That's it's, that's bad. I had to say I don't know. In regards to that story. But um, yeah, let's get a little more on the happier side of news since I'm again. Well, I want to get into the music pretty soon and all that type of stuff. Um, good story on the um music legal end. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> excuse me. Soul singer Sil Johnson, um, who did um. The track Different Strokes and a whole bunch of other joints He ended up settling with Jay-Z and Kanye West Over an uncleared sample on the Watch the Throne album And I mean it's a, For people who, who know Music and other type of stuff It was actually um, A sample that was used In a um, bonus track on the Watch the Throne album That was produced by Pete Rock called The Joy And um, Sil Johnson has had to sue Various people Before because of um illegal sampling that has happened throughout his career and also you know a lot of the laws got messed up around that time with these big companies trying to, to skirt people and whatnot and with cats like these two honestly it's like come on y'all should even had to go to court like when you have big label budgets and big money break some of these old school cats off when you're sampling it ain't gonna hurt you you know, we aren't talking about indie artist number three who just happening to, to mess around with stuff and later on something blew up. You know, everybody brags about being a millionaire and having mad cash, but there's still somebody's always getting sued every single year for sampling somebody else and not paying them. No, no. That's a little cornball, but you know, good for Sil Johnson, man. I mean, like I said, he has a huge history where he's had to go against labels to get his his bit, but he he's gotten his bit. Um, there was an article about a few months ago on Billboard where he was talking about all that stuff, and he says suing Wu Tang like paid for a house for him because you know Loud and some other cat didn't like clear his samples. And honestly, I think it's good for an artist to to, to get what they own. Like I'm the type where I'm like I'm, I'm not anti sampling at all. If anything, I think sampling due to hip hop sampling. Much less house sampling and stuff like that has kept some a lot of the older music alive. Period. You know, whereas people just were interested in finding out where the sample came from to you know people who wanted to produce and stuff like that. You to be a good sampling producer, you know, lots of different types of music. You explore lots of different types of stuff. Even if you look at some of the quote unquote famous producers of our time, when you look at some of the things they've dug into, they were going through a lot of records, and them doing that kept a lot of these things in circulation. But again, if you're a big timer, don't even go through the nonsense. But just just break off a check, yo. No, no. These, these stories annoy me, but you know, good for Sil Johnson. Big prop to him. A story on the good side of technological news: a lost boy from India, 25 years later, due to using Google Earth, um, found his way home and found his parents. You know, I thought this was a really awesome kind of uplifting story. Back in 1987, a um, five-year-old named Saru Burley and his brother boarded a train that was supposed to take them home after um, a long day of begging on the streets of India. The boys fell asleep and the train moved on and they ended up being deposited to clear across the country like thousands and thousands of miles away and whatnot. This young boy almost got abducted and sold to slavery and whatever else. His brother passed away. He ended up getting adopted. And by an Australian couple who lived in Australia, it didn't end up going to um, school around there. But he always looked for his family. And he ended up said ten years ago he started to search on the internet and other places to find his, where his original home was, just based off of his memory. 
and then using Google Earth, which you know, for people who might not be familiar with using Google Earth, you can actually zoom into different like towns and areas and stuff where they do the um, satellite type of stuff, and um, see what's up. He found his hometown, and through a group of different people or whatever, he was able to piece together enough to, to literally go down there and go through the streets and find his folks. So you know, I I thought that was hot. So. You know, sometimes we get these stories about technology and people get paranoid. I believe technology is like anything else. It's a tool that can be used for good or evil. And, you know, that was used for good. You know, they got some real nice pictures there and video and stuff like that. And, you know, his parents naturally thought he had passed away or just got lost. They weren't ever going to see him again. So, you know, cool story. Just one of those things, you know, whatever higher power you believe in did an awesome job. You just never know. So. And let me see here. One more joint, and then we'll go ahead and get into the music mix and whatnot. Um, this is a story that tells you you're not supposed to do your friends or family or anybody else dirty. <clears throat> Excuse me. There was back in November 2009 a New Jersey construction worker by <clears throat> crap. Excuse me. The name of Americo Lopez won the 77 million dollar jackpot. Now, he said that he got this ticket by himself, but he had always been in a um, pool with people, like an office pool for this. And what he did was tell nobody he won this money, got a lump sum after the government took funds out and everything, a $24 million, quit his job, and blamed it on a foot injury. And eventually, his ex friends and office people found out and sued him so you know now we had to break up all these people some money <laughs> now I'm not mad at this story cause I'd be hot as hell too especially cause this dude done lied he's trying to make something he got hurt and injured and he, just, he just got like dumb amounts of money so he's lying and he's getting his people like oh man he's hurt we need to try to help him out you know that's some jackass business to me so you know good for karma or whatever you want to call it if I could solve that problem, I'd be a richer person there, John Judah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But that, that, like, to me, I felt happy when I heard this story. Because it's like, if, if, why did you have to be a jackass? You had like $24 million after taxes. And you were in a um, pool of people for this money with about like five or seven people. Personally, I'd be just fine if like about what? Five million dollars? Right. You know, that's not going to hurt my feelings. Some investments, buy a little crib, some extra other type of stuff. Life is good. But because you were dishonest by the time like lawyers finish getting paid on, these people get broke off whatever is, I guess, left or whatever. You messed up all over again and you look like a dishonest fool. So, you know, just just be honest with what you got, man. Don't don't be on that nonsense. Cause eventually somebody's gonna get you. Big up the gold we got gold. No doubt, no doubt. And um lastly, um, you wanna talk about the movie John Carter real quick there, Judah? Um Yeah, I thought it was worth seeing. I thought it was pretty good though. I guess you say something first. Okay. Uh, well, last week um, during that t- t- different time frames where both John Judah and I saw the movie um, John Carter, um, Disney's latest attempt to do an um, epic movie series and whatnot. 
um it's based off of the um john carter of mars book series and whatnot by um, edgar wright burroughs so we're talking like late 1800s early 1900s i'm sorry yeah late 1800s early 1900s type of um, work and what have you um real quick personally i thought it was okay movie not horrible not classic but it was it was solid enough to go and see you know matinee wise and whatnot um there are people who've been talking about the allegories and stuff in the movie partially i'm not mad because of the source material with a lot of stuff i mean to me i liked the allegories and made more than i did avatar i mean both movies had that you know white dude comes into quote-unquote foreign alien land and and and, and saves the colored people with john carter literally colored people because they're supposed to be like the red people and you know um blue people um the green aliens and all that stuff but in retrospect with all of that it wasn't like anybody was helpless and nobody was able to not help themselves so on that level i thought that was kind of cool plus as a sci-fi type of thing i thought it was a decent amount of retrofuturism. it's one of those few jokes where people kind of nitpick on but i really couldn't take it that seriously some other movies i've seen it, it maybe rubbed me it maybe rubs me the wrong way more this one not so much um again i think just from the source material i would yeah, i can't expect some white dude back in the day who was still just barely getting out of colonialism in his own country of britain to be all everybody's equal and it's all good i think that's a little naive and whatnot but as a regular story you know i thought it was cool enough and you know just something that gives people some thought because even the um main character john carter he did not have all his business together in any way shape or form and it took all the other people for him to get his business together so in that way that was kind of cool he wasn't just like you know random savior number three or whatever like sometimes some of these movies do so that's just me people want to go peep it while it's still in the theater i'll say at least you know matinee if you don't want to sell it pay full price or um give it a check and see how you feel yourself um how'd you feel about the, the flick judah i think if you're a dude and you like sci-fi Excuse me. i think you like it it might not be as good as star wars or or the other sci-fi movies that have come through the last 30 years mm-hmm. if you, I, I believe men who, who, who are sci-fi people will like the movie I do believe that. I can dig it. I mean, the special effects were cool. And overall, I mean, the movie dragged a little bit, but I think the storyline was cool. You know? Like I said, people people should peep it. And I think John Judah made a perfect point. Um, talk about if you're into the sci-fi type of deal, as a whole, it ain't gonna hurt you to see it. There's plenty that's worse that's done stuff. But then again, I'm the type, I'm waiting to see the, the new Pitch Black movie come out by Vin Diesel, so... No doubt. Now, no, I can tell you that had me more excited. But um, talking to John Judah earlier, and the you know that week I ended up seeing the joint. It was like, you know what? Let me just peep it. I might be pleasantly surprised. And in a way, I kind of was because the previews to me were horrible compared to what the actual movie was. So that's one of those can't judge a book by a cover or a bad editing job with a preview. So shouts out to that movie and all of that type of stuff. Shouts out to everybody. And yeah, man, it's that time for the Fusebox Radio to get into what we do with the music and all that good stuff. Um, yeah, this has been a week where there was actually been a pretty decent influx of new music. I think partially because the South by Southwest conference is going on. Everybody's dropping their, 
mixtapes, EPs, and all that. Now we're getting out of first quarter, which at least here in the states is historically dry in regards to new releases. So shout out to all those folks who are actually putting out um some new tunes to toss into the mix here and there, and shouts out to um Nas for um doing putting out a joint he did with Heavy D before Heavy D passed away. Who? Um Nas. That's supposed to be on um his new album, this joint called The Don. Joint's pretty fly, like kind of like a reggae tinge type of beat. I'm actually gonna be playing that um in my mix during the show. The joint's cool to me. I'm I dig it. Or whatever. And it showed that, you know, Hev till the very end still had it. Nah, definitely. Heavy was a hip hop dude. Heavy was a hip hop dude for real. You no know, doubt. There's a lot of people that are not hip hop dudes like Heavy. And, and, and there may be some people who may be better lyricists than Heavy, but they're, not, they're still not better hip-hop dudes, you know what I'm saying, in the essence of what that meant. And, you know, regardless of what people say, if you what you're doing is called hip-hop, what you're doing is going to have a New York tinge or flavor to it. That's just how it is. You know, because of, that's how, that was the influence on it, so... Heavy, heavy, heavy not only had the essence of it, but he had the New York thing and he had the universal thing. Well, you know. Mm-hmm. I big up for Nas for, 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 for not forgetting that track and letting everybody else hear it. No doubt, no doubt. And um, it's a cool track. I mean, so far, Nas has been doing pretty decent with um, the joints he's been dropping. Um, I hope he continues that particular streak. I know some people who didn't necessarily care for the joint that he had with Damian Marley. I mean, I liked it, but I can understand some people might have been like, like it, it was a little off for them. Um, now I see to be back on that um, that NY Street Flay vibe with the rhyme the rhyme style and stuff, I should say. And whatever. You know, it was definitely a cool album. I know I, I think it's like how some people are with just how topics may be. Like for some, it might just be a little too much for them to deal with, topic wise. Musically, it was a cool project. I've been on the mainstream since since, since the early '90s. Nas and Busta Rhymes have saved hip hop as far as I'm concerned. We don't talk about the cats before the 1980. To me, because Nas had that street thing and he had that conscious thing, which was to me a perfect match. Mm-hmm. You know, and Busta was you know that other side of hip hop and on. And I mean, that's not saying everybody else didn't do hip hop. There was a lot of good hip hop that wasn't mainstream during the nineties. Very much so. You know, so I'm not saying please don't interpret it that way, but in the mainstream, nobody was doing hip hop that was more essential hip hop in the mainstream. And DMX was too. DMX was doing that too. Mm-hmm. X was doing it, and most actually most of the cats that was down with that click was doing it. But um. Those cats kind of saved hip hop in the '90s, as I'm concerned. At least the essential vibe of hip hop, you know. And um, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I can dig it. I mean, Nas is one of those guys that, even when he does a product that that you might not necessarily feel, you don't really feel that he's slacking. You might not necessarily. Somebody might like necessarily rub you the wrong way, but you don't feel like, wow, this dude just doesn't care anymore. There's a lot of people where you listen, you're like you don't care. And maybe I'm strange in that way personally, but I'd rather at least feel passion in the project, even though I might not like anything on there, than hear something that sounds like paint by numbers rap. 
where it's like say this reference rhyme over this beat even though it's dry etc 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 and Nas has been on an upward streak for a little bit to me with what he did I mean he definitely Nostradamus is one of those albums I don't necessarily love at all but I can't say it's horrible it's just not my cup of tea um the Bravehearts joint meh <laughs> you know that, that that was what it was but you know Nas does his thing he still shows that he has it whether he does a guest appearance or he does these tracks like the joint the Heavy D joint or produce joint or whatever so you know i look forward to what that dude does you know what i'm saying and um just anybody in general who has that creative streak still that makes stuff happen that makes you get into how everything meshes together the beat meshes the, the rhyme meshes the, the vibe you know fits in for what it's all about and all of that good stuff so yeah anywho man um yeah let's get into this joint i'm eager to get into some music mix i know you either getting some music mixing and like I said before, we got our Black General Report and Free Press segments in between. So let's get right into it. Shout out to all of our crew that listens to Fusebox Radio and those who um, pass on to Fusebox Radio. We deeply appreciate y'all. And we appreciate all the folks past, present, and future who make good tunes and do their thing properly with their media outlets and creative talents. So Fusebox Radio broadcast, DJ Fusion, John Judah. 21st century black radio for the masses the most known unknown hip-hop show on the planet pretty much at least six months to a year ahead of your favorite mainstream radio station you know how we do so we're about to get into a dj fusion john judas syndicated fuse box radio broadcast all right we're going to get on down peace You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. The ticky ticky buzz, the sun wakes the sky. I fumble through my fuzz and buzz, Mr. I. Tell him scoop the beats in a flying saucer kit. Meet me at the port with the nickel bags of this shit. Told my pops I'm out, earthbound with the crew. He said butterfly made the boogie be with you. Left my mom's a note with these quotes on the trunk. It says I split to earth to resurrect the funk. A dozen snapple pops and a little box of beats. Traveling through space with the funky funky beats. Stopped at Pluto to cop some petrol. Met some Klingons and got our things on. Cruise at warp six with Mr. Wiggles in the mix. Hendrix passing peace, star child gave the fix. The saucer shook the heavens with the blooms and the bands. Because when we hit New York, Shazam. We dropping like a comet and this Vulcan tried to spark it. These Martians tried to do it, but knew they couldn't cop it. The others from a brother planet lands in the flesh from up in sector six. Yes, sure. And it's good to be here where we landed up on Lex. Stumbling up the ground with the sound of Dougie Fresh. And the hard rocking kids that did it for the black. When the boom was on their feet and the bomb was on their back. We learned it and we earned it, so you know you gotta hand it. We planned it when we left, how to freak it and to slam it. Add a ladybug, transformation is complete. For the metamorphosis from the box to the Jeep. And it's good to be here. Getting fly with the we love it where we from, but we kick it where we at. Bumping out with something that pops and transcends. DP's baby is slip, but not thin. In the of pebbles, we rocks on your blocks. Soaking in the ghetto for kids that have not. Slapping up the skin when we slam. Check the chair so we greet the virgin ears with a kiss. It's so good to be here. Jazz up the streets to prove we have these fat jazz, fat styles, and it sounds so sweet, and there ain't no doubt that 
what you got to check. Doodle, silk, butter. Neck is so good to be here. Yeah, baby, that's the style. The jazz can fill a club or papers by the pile. Just ask Toy Soldier. Toy Soldier could have told you at the boom and funk hut it was the after with the butt. So to the flam lovers that crowd in dark spots, to see him kick that lingo and grip that little crotch. Now we have a rive of crazy boogie sounds. Get yourself a mate. Today's to boogie down. This is all we know. You feel it when we slams. You can hear the love. It comes out in our jams. The hip hop digging catch just delivering the words from the ghetto drum and you to the bougies and the birds. And it's good to be here. It's good to be Till I 
fill out the womb like it was 1986. You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fuse. For my love goes far yonder. I stole the apple of wisdom, and now see I am naked. I have no shame, I have made love, I am no longer secret. Burn the incense, pray to the sun. Pain is intense, yet I lay and mourn. What is love? Where is love? Who is love? Is it God? God. Whatever. 
where is God in this world of deceit? Would we find, would we ever defeat the black in the heart of mankind, the dark in the dark? Right here on the Fuse Box Radio DJ Fuse Yeah, yeah Smoking an Escobano Guzzle my second bottle Hope I don't catch a homo Grossing our net Simultaneously making me climb higher Haneous crimes behind me Search for can't find me Fuck sadness Had this been you having this lavish Habitual happiness at me You wouldn't look back But you would have sex on Condominium roof decks So anyone move next I hit you with two texts Rockin' Roberto Cavalli No show no convertible Mozzie my Colombiana Mommy riding beside me Every tap means something That's my word on my body I have to lean something Within my spurt shoddy My niggas is eggnant Put lead in your pigment Just cause y'all was mad at all the years I was getting it in 976, 98 the bitly. Now it's the ghost phantom, and y'all can't stand him, but. Jacket swag, army jacket green and black With a square top pocket that snaps Where the gas at, past that, not you You hold cracks in your ass crack I never did that, my socks where my stats was at Yo, I used to listen to that red alert and rap attack I fell in love with all that poetry, I mastered that Cut school with preen team and fat cat was at Future not crystal clear yet, back a rat Now I'm the one who rapping queens Way beyond your wildest dreams Bottles on bottles with sparklers surround my team That long cash get the baddest bitches out they jeans 20 years in this game Looking 17. I don't lean, no codeine, promethazine. I just blow green, pick which bitch to bless the king. Although he's on to another chapter. Heavy D gave his beat to Salam for me to rapture. <laughs> Yeah, New York is like an island, a big Rikers Island, the cops be out wildin', all I hear is sirens, it's all about surviving. same old two-step, try to stay alive with, they be out robbing, I've been out rhyming since born knowledge, like Prophet Muhammad say, the ink from a scholar, worth more than the blood of a martyr, so I'ma keep it on till I see a billion dollars, keep your friends close and your enemies closer, love model chocha, mommy pop it like she poster, eyes red shot like I'm never sober, big time smoker, Indonesia doja, many means you can hold up before you end up wet up from my soldier. Don shit, under fire, I remain on some calm shit. This for every ghetto in the hood. Nazadan, super cat, the Don Dada, understood. You're now listening to 
Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Spray paint. 
painted pictures on the walls getting drawn by guns. Fat caps known to stop runs when applied to the surface. Outlines of earthlings chalk by the handball course in the park. Villain starts a filling. Finish like chilling the air. A soul can be free, not revealing. Shape or form. Take the world by storm. Next day, display a vandal with X-ray vision. Seeing through but not being seen. Head chopping like a guillotine. Opera leotine. Price snitches. Seamless, no type glitches. A drip's just your worst nightmare mischief with spirits drift. In and out, in and out with poverty. It be hard to see the beauty in the asphalt odyssey. Obviously, it'll dawn on you when you sleep. Pig. Gang of patience in underground train stations Prepared to unwind on the lines of hood fear Automatically leaving a mark trauma casualty Bond with what's concealed under the armpit And when their palms hit each claps demolishing nonsense Through cans of flammable contents Life is shown like an MC in his microphone And the band played on Known by the greater public Hate or love it, next day they buff it not knowing there was pain suffering they grew up with nine lives out of rut with a couplet and still fight to be inducted into the hall of fame remember all the slain guys that got sent home in pine boxes dire synopsis of going on in the street will dawn on you when you sleep it'll dawn on you when you sleep It's improper conduct to make a canvas out of a viaduct. Legal to paint the town red like a fire truck. Out in foreign land, they wage war on man. Out here, what we taught to understand, damn, is a double standard to a rebel bandit that watch knots get wrapped in rubber banded through criminal actions. So that's just how the ball rolls when it's all exposed. Which one will be the lesser evil? When the bows retrieve you, you get your eight hour preview. Each day to eternity, will the soul rise or burn to be seen never again? My feather, my pen, brother man, we gotta lock in early. I tried to rock without getting worldly, but stay thoroughly. Wide-eyed and on the peak Hot heat, it'll dawn on you when you sleep It's alright in the night To bring truth to the light, light, light Hey yo, new, no, know how we do like how you blend the flavors up in there in the chorus, man. Got some Jamaican queen shit right there. You sure you ain't from around the way, man? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Now listening to Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fusion. I'm 
I'm a wild thing, wilding with the wild things is all we faded. Like when my jeans lose color, words like a collage, smooth as a debarge. If you think they see me, ha, I'm a mirage. Cameras everywhere, lots of footy, montage. So young man, tell me what's your plan when you bite the hand after preparing the meals. It's disturbing, these herbs in that urban field. I can smell a poser from way course to fill. Soon as I step my toes and they froze, I get from chills. I'm golden, they folded, signing whack deals. Me? <laughs> You better ask about me. 2K's the only way I play with 360s. Got a real 60s. Feels like 83s. Should be in Cortez's in the crisp. Perry Lee's heard the dishes selling. This shit, this shit got frisbee. What's up? 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 Chico, call me Rico, suave, nave, can't see me though, been the same man, yam, that I am, eat them up quick, green eggs in hand, Sam, it's the summer and I'm the son of it, travel around the world and yeah, I've seen ducats, stupid happy meal, get four piece nuggets, get round of applause when I stepped in the room, no Charlie Brown, I am Joe Cool, what's up, not you, I thought you knew. Fucking dummies, you're making a food Instead of making deals or keeping it real You're exposing the fill We are eating your food And I'm pretty hungry, not to be funny I'm not a toy, don't play with me, dunny Fuck that shit, shit. I am turned up What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Shotgun like he hunting when we get out west. We will blow your budget. The realest can get hit in it a minute. I've been in it a so prestige. I should get a penny. I should get percentages for all you niggas' business. Or I should send my little niggas in until it's finished. Everything is vintage. I feel like Will Smith. Not in Berlin. We were full fresh prints. When him and Jazzy Jeff blew and thought that they were rich. They get the shot of my wave up a bunch of jellyfish. Nigga, let me tell you this. I am bad to the bone and some rags that are rad. You're a fad, you're a clone. If you wasn't so trash, I'd pass you a bone and not ignore your calls and answer my phone. Stop. Yo, check this out. This is Chuck the Republic Enemy. You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Harder than you think. The American atrocities in Afghanistan roll on like a drumbeat from hell. With every affront to the human and national dignity of the Afghan people, the corporate media feign shock and quickly conclude that a few bad apples are responsible for U.S. crimes. That it's all a mistake and misunderstanding rather than the logical result of a larger crime, America's attempt to dominate the world by force. But even so, with the highest paid and best trained military in the world, a force equipped with the weapons and communications gear to exercise the highest standards of control known to any military in history, one would think that commanders could keep their troops from making videos of urinating on dead men, 
or burning holy books, or letting loose homicidal maniacs on helpless villagers. These three latest atrocities have brought the U.S. occupation to the point of crisis, hopefully a terminal one. But the whole war has been one atrocity after another, from the very beginning, when the high-tech superpower demonstrated the uncanny ability to track down and incinerate whole Afghan wedding parties, not just once, but repeatedly. Quite clearly, to the Americans, these people have never been more than ants on the ground to be exterminated at will. The Afghans, including those on the U.S. payroll, repeatedly used the word disrespect to describe American behavior. But honest people back here in the belly of the beast know that the more accurate term is racism. The United States cannot help but be a serial abuser of the rights of the people it occupies, especially those who are thought of as non-white, because it is a thoroughly racist nation. A superpower military allows them to act out this characteristic with impunity. American racism allows its citizens to imagine that they're doing the people of Pakistan a favor by sending drones to deal death without warning from the skies. The U.S. calls Pakistan an ally when polls consistently show that its people harbor more hatred and fear of the U.S. than any other people in the world. The Pakistanis know the U.S. long propped up their military dictators and then threatened to blow the country to kingdom come after 9-11 if the U.S. military wasn't given free reign. They know they are viewed collectively as less than human by the powers in Washington. And if they don't call it racism, we should, because we know our fellow Americans very well. The U.S. lost any hope of leaving a residual military force in Iraq when it showed the utterly racist disrespect of Iraqis at Abu Ghraib prison, the savage leveling of Fallujah, the massacres in Haditha, and so many other places well known to Iraqis, if not the American public, and the slaughter of 17 civilians stuck in a traffic circle in Nisour Square, Baghdad. What people would agree to allow such armed savages to remain in their country if given a choice? The United States was conceived as an empire built on the labor of blacks and the land of dead natives, an ever-expanding sphere of exploitation and plunder, energized by an abiding and general racism that is itself the main obstacle to establishing a lasting American anti-war movement. But despite the peace movement's weaknesses, the people of a world under siege by the Americans will in due time kick them out because to live under barbarian racists is not a human option. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Glenn Ford. On the web, go to blackagendareport.com. You are now. One, two, three, three. You are now. You are now. are now. Tuned in to the Fuse Box Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. You're as good as they say you are. Syndicated worldwide to bring real black radio back to the masses.
Logic, you're now listening to the Fuse Box, bringing the best of hip-hop and soul music, news and commentary from all over.
You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fuse.
You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. Dancing on the when they feel 
Welcome to Media Minutes, a weekly review of news related to the intersection of media and democracy. I'm Stevie Converse. And I'm Candace Clement. And I'm Libby Reinish. This week is Sunshine Week. Now in its eighth year, Sunshine Week is a time to stand up for the importance of open government and freedom of information. To mark the occasion, free press volunteers all over the country paid a visit to their local broadcast stations to inspect their public files. Buried in these largely unknown treasure troves is critical information about how our media outlets serve our communities, as well as information about who is paying for political advertisements in this era of unlimited campaign spending. Steve Walker, the former state archivist of Idaho, signed up to visit KTVB in Boise. He was surprised to learn where the money for political ads aired in Idaho is coming from. It really kind of shocked me to see a lot of the things coming from out-of-state interest. It isn't in-state money funding a lot of things. It's out-of-state money. Even a longtime open government advocate like Walker was unaware that broadcast stations maintained public files. He now feels motivated to visit other local stations. I think that I will be more assertive in investigating our various television stations and seeing 
where the message is coming from. Is it coming from right here or is it coming from somewhere else? Walker relies on broadcast stations and newspapers for news and information. I'm pretty old-fashioned in that we don't have cable. I just have the old airwaves. Their coverage on local traffic accidents or a fire or something like that is fairly good, but political coverage is pretty much what they've been handed out in press releases. It's not a whole lot of investigative reporting. When asked why he decided to participate in Free Press's Sunshine Week action, Walker said he's simply passionate about the cause. I've just been a a long supporter for openness in government and transparency in government. I think that that's the essence of democracy. I think there is an awful tendency more and more for secrecy and doing things behind closed doors than out into the bright light of the public. To learn more about Sunshine Week, visit sunshineweek.org. To learn more about visiting your local station, visit savethenews.org. In a nod to Sunshine Week, the Senate Judiciary Committee held a hearing to discuss new exemptions to the Freedom of Information Act. Congress is considering sealing off more material by using the proposed Cybersecurity Act to expand the definition of critical infrastructure information. Senator Patrick Leahy, who serves as committee chairman, called the hearing to examine how to balance the need to protect sensitive government information and to honor the public's right to know about threats to their health and safety. Legislation on FOIA should not be a partisan issue because I don't care whether you have a Democratic or Republican administration. There's always going to be some who are going to want to say, why, why do we have to release this information? Well, my response would be because you represent all Americans, and we have a right to it. Retired Marine Master Sergeant Jerry Ensminger spoke to the committee. He lost his nine-year-old daughter to leukemia in 1985. He attributes her death to the contaminated drinking water at Camp Lejeune in North Carolina, where Ensminger was based. It wasn't until 1997 that he learned that the water was tainted. In his own investigation, he came up against a concerted effort to hide the truth. Throughout the history of this situation and to this very day, Representatives of the Department of the Navy and Marine Corps have knowingly provided investigating or studying agencies with incorrect data. They have omitted data. They have obfuscated facts and told many half-truths and total lies. Ensminger says that the U.S. Navy and Marine Corps are attempting to suppress public knowledge regarding Camp Lejeune studies by redefining key details as critical infrastructure information. Mr. Chairman, the last thing we need is more secrecy disguised as a concern for security of critical infrastructure. Panelist Kenneth Bunting, executive director of National Freedom of Information Coalition at the Missouri School of Journalism, agreed with Ensminger. We believe any new cybersecurity or critical infrastructure exemptions should contain at a minimum a tight definition of the information to be exempted, a sunset for the law and for the protection attached to the information, and a public interest balancing test that allows legitimately protected information to remain protected, but not information being withheld, primarily to protect the government from embarrassment. You've been listening to Media Minutes, a production of Free Press, a national nonpartisan organization working to reform the media. For more information, visit freepress.net. You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. This is that flash. Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, you're just Rag Dynasty, which you are now witnessing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Straight up.
Champion bell holders, Dolo did it. Without a handout, I still remain polo printed. Speaking of the golden era, God, you know we was part of that. My old flicks is like Abyssinian artifacts. A bunch of warnings we gave you, but yet still you ride with 85ers and acting like you out of your mind. That's an Uncle Thomas behavior, and furthermore, my ain't rolling. So if you see us, then y'all should slide. I run with maniacs, brainiacs, mainly with gas. Hey, yo, daddy, yo, tell Shalada, meet me in the rack. I brought raw back. They got Gucci, dashikis, and all that. Right now, I'm in the Philippines truck, rocking a straw hat. Be back to the block soon, top noon, running with top goons. That's the type of that I'm talking about. The tour is coming soon. For now, we in the streets, eating off land, prepared to go to war with a platoon. No, okay. brother, what's the science? You could come to the yard. I got you. We hood. Do whatever. Light up the woods. We made you fly. Garments is nothing. Press a button. Watch me light some. I'm holding your back like you good. Grilled cheese X6 is waiting for the sevens. You heard? Word to my mother. This is legend. A star homemade barber. Touch the top. Leave the edges shredded. Then it's laid out. Fresh brocane rhymes. Ready. No, you globe. Try to stay on point like swords. Don't ever underestimate the competition. This is important. I'm your brother. Do it my way. The dawn way. Eve St. Laurent way. Give me your palm. The fire warm. Hey, yo, cotton club. Cocoa leaf. Ageless. Scared criminal. I'm never where the popos creep On the low plot and the jugs the bit Only though the homies know they analyze Watching me cook This is my playhouse VA the feature talent that's top rated My banging your head like getting your crop braided Yeah, like seven in the solid square So only hustle, we solemnly swear With no apologies Now listening to Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fusion. Radio, sucker, never play me. Triple straight up black, then my bleach should never fade me. They say he crazy, New York raised him in the 80s. Killer catch administration, gangster renovation. Born in isolation, Asian ill communication. Asian Marble, fiber act, pestilential microscopic soul, sonic remedy. Clinic right in the street, operator in the dark. Surgery, a wounded heart. Come together, pill apart, pill apart, come together. Smoking on something good, praying for something better. From out of bed, never rocking for forever, ever, 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 ever. Forever, ever, ever. It's still a secret, even when you tell them dumb dummies. Hush money. Rent receipt and drug money Dick cold blooded warm gun money The chief rock a fuel injector Zulu horse power dog boogie Bay 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 Like we, yeah, 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 yeah. 
You are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah.
right here on the Fuse Box Radio. Checking out Fuse Box Radio with John Judah, and this is your truly big guru, the icon. See, ooh, 
You are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah. Right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
things you've always wanted to be. Beautiful, sexy, sweet. One, two, three.
amitié Throw your hands in the air, never disrespect Ooh. Got you on the check Got the headbox in to make you break your neck Ooh. Got you on the check Throw your hands in the air, never disrespect
shooter.
think you'll agree, it's dynamite. That's all the time we have tonight. Join us next time. Good night.